Welcome to your Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. I will, I'll warn you and our audience that I am, uh, this is the one, you, know, you guys know I count my drinks, I only drink 12 drinks a week, <laughs> yeah. and I have for three years, but Christmas is the one week all year I can do whatever I want, so I'm a little drunk. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, got, we got that going for us, but I'm actually not like super like loosey-goosey drunk, so I should be Are pretty, you? Are you going to pull a coherent. tube in? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to, but it's it's hard to find. It's hard to find yeah. down there. <laughs> Are your parents drinkers? Uh, my dad a little bit. My mom not at all. Right, right. Not at all. Her idea of like drinking is like she has like half an eggnog once a year, <laughs> right. and she'll like give she'll like throw the keys in the pool or something. Oh my yeah. god! It's like we're at home, mom. It's fine. Oh, um, it's the best. So, uh, with that said, let's talk about lesbian potlucks, guys. I found this article from a writer named Rina Gattuso, and she talks about how potlucks have been a hallmark of queer women's spaces since the 1950s with the, the Daughters of Belitis, which doesn't sound real, but I would imagine Alan knows something about it because he's always reading, and <laughs> the U.S. is first modern les oh oh literally the description of the daughters of belitis was right afterwards but the u.s's first modern lesbian organization that's what happens when you're recording while a little bit drunk um but anyway the whole honestly the article was just basically about how food and the culture surrounding food and particularly the economics of food played a really central part in sort of the organization of uh sort of some lesbian homes and political well, movements can Go i ahead. just add one thing yeah Only yeah yeah people listen this is it's a really two people who from queer history who i think often get overlooked but they're so vital to sort of queer history del martin and barbara giddings barbara giddings particularly she recently passed away a couple years ago and she was or yeah yeah a couple years ago now and she was just it, you remember that the the picture, that famous picture at the psychiatrist yeah. sort of convention of the person wearing the mask talking about Barbara was sitting next to that person, mm. and so it's and she she's a she's an instrumental figure in gay rights, very important, mm. and she was part of that the founding and the origins of that group. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just kind of interesting to read this article about how you know how it it plays you know I guess. You know, I feel like these articles always kind of play up the themes that they have to talk about a little bit more than usual, <laughs> where you're like, it's not like, you know, it's not like because of the dishes, the because of the potlucks, like, you know, gay rights exists. But uh, it is interesting to kind of go back to the 60s and 70s, sort of an early era and not just the lesbian movement, but sort of the vegetarian and veganism movements um, that are obviously, you know, so ubiquitous now, but not so much. Uh, 40, well, I love that in the ago. article. I love that in the article too, they described it as saying from secret fifties meetups to seventies separatist communes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait, yeah. what is a separatist commune? Oh my God. Who well, knows? Alan, <laughs> Do you know Alan? Alan? Well, I mean, a separatist, it's like in the seventies. Yeah. I mean, they had a lot of sort of like communal living, shared experience things. And like separatists in the seventies were often like, and not Antarcticus, not Antarcticus. What's the, what am I trying to say? Anarchist. Anarchist. Thank no, you. No, no, Alan. Um, Antarcticus. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why that probably because it's so cold in this apartment that that is why I went in that direction. But they, they were sort of anti-government sort of you know they, they were just yeah. anti-war protest yeah. like it was that movement and yeah and yeah. those groups i mean i i'm not sure the whole full details of it but that was a big part right. of it is being sort of anti big government anti-government in general it is it is kind of funny i remember you know it's 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 interesting how um uh like the historical lens when you look back you know 40 50 years is needless to say when you think about the 60s and 70s it's all sort of the anti-war uh, protests and movement and everything. And then like somehow it like hadn't occurred to me. My dad was in the mill was in the Navy and like really did not want to go to Vietnam and did everything he could to avoid. And he didn't go to, to Vietnam. But uh, I remember learning in college that not everyone was anti-war <laughs> and it, it yeah. like oddly surprised me. Cause I, of course it shouldn't because yes, there are always, there's always going to be dissent, 
uh, in in uh, you know a democracy. But it was just funny to be like, oh yeah, like lots of people supported the war, and like there were youth organizations that were in you know that were spurned uh, you know created because they wanted to support the war so aggressively. But ultimately, and like, it's the, just the funny how it just. The overarching element, I mean, I guess it feels like the sort of uh, the bigger picture, like the, the more, I guess, uh, you know, longstanding takeaway was that mm-hmm. it was a disaster. And so that that part of it probably gets, you know, forgotten. Yeah. That people yeah. were for it, whereas, you know, in comparison, there were all these demonstrations and violence and protests. And um, I'm also, mm-hmm. as you guys know, just need war. Yeah. No, knee deep in um, the Reagan's documentary on Showtime. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. obsessed. Obsessed. And he was definitely <laughs> pro Vietnam, pro taking oh. down communists, pro everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have to say, reading this article, it was it, when we when I first read it, uh, the news came out about Akbar having trouble. Akbar's a local Los Angeles bar Los here, Angeles gay bar, yeah, in LA. and um, and they financially they were having troubles and reading this article it made me think of sort of the importance of queer spaces and how the the impact of the pandemic on sort of these spaces not just queer but lots of different spaces and Mm. their their desperate struggle to survive and sort of how this potluck was able to sort of survive and change over the years and do different things and accommodate the times and stuff and it just it kind of made me sentimental for like even though I hate most gay bars just because I hate most people and because I don't like crowds, <laughs> like I, I still miss going out. I miss performing. I, do, I yeah. miss people. I miss, I miss going to a drag show. I miss seeing friends randomly at places like, and it made me think of that in a way. And then, yeah. then with Akbar, with everything with Akbar, it, it kind of made me sad that things are changing so much. And yeah. it's, it's uh, I Speaking- don't want, I don't, I don't want to change totally. Yeah, we can't do uh, we can't do gay potlucks even. Yeah, like that's right. can't even do potlucks. This yeah. was this was another thing that I thought was interesting. That was another thing that I'd never considered. They talked about how the women's the gay women's movement was uh, had less like uh, a surplus income than gay like gay men mm-hmm. because you know of course you know men still make more than women on average and you're we're talking fifty years ago so pr- I imagine that discrepancy was even more significant then um and probably for a number other factors maybe women are slightly more inclined to want a family like children as opposed to men and you know if you don't have children then obviously you have a lot more expendable income that's you know a bit of a stereotype but you get what i'm saying i mean that was kind of interesting I'm, i'm sorry sexism was like such a part of this that like the reason why gay men were able to sort of even get more money is because they were publicly isolated. So they had their own sort of group and they were yeah. the perverts in the corner. Whereas with women, it was like the sexism was so deep that even in gay circles, it was like, well, lesbians don't really exist. They'll go both ways. It's fine. Like, right, you know, right. like there was this, this, this sort of this, this era of just sort of sexism within it that it was like lesbians had to really fight to even say, no, we exist. Like no, this is yeah. real. We're not just going to marry a man in 10 years, you know? It's, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was big. And right. uh, I'll add too that um, because of that, it's not. It's not necessarily even that like the vegetarian and veganism came from the era from the seventies because apparently just for many lesbians the rejection of meat was from the fact that they couldn't afford it. So yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's sorry. That's what I was trying me- meandering towards. It's just like it was like an economic decision. That, and that's another thing you're like what chicken's cheap as fuck but it's like yeah it's, yeah but it's not as cheap as like brown rice and you know yeah. maybe vegetarian meals that you could throw together for like a buck or something um, imagine like gay potlucks secret gay potlucks were like kielbasas and, <laughs> and molly <laughs> <laughs> stuff molly into a kielbasa <laughs> it's our gay potluck Ew. Yeah, Elliot starts an elephant walk, and those are those <laughs> those are those potlucks happening in Miami now. The ones you sent, Elliot. Yeah. The, the ones yeah, on those... gays over COVID. Yeah, which I know which, is, which is an Instagram feed you should just unfollow because it just makes you mad. I yeah. know it's important. It's important. <clears throat> I mean, the world needs to see gays over COVID so that there is a common denominator that gay guys can be just as awful as the straight people who refuse oh to wear God. masks. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's so true. Footing. Uh, and it's oh. so fascinating to, for people to see it. And uh, 
I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I can't turn away from it. And whoever is running that account has an eagle eye for like, because you can't <laughs> even say when you post that stuff, like, look at these gay guys. You technically can't look at these people and say they're gay. But if you are queer in any capacity, you can look at those yeah. people and know exactly the moment you see yes. them. They're queer. Oh, yeah. So it's so, it's so like, it's perfectly. the bounce in the chair. Yes, it's the way they they take their shots. And the worst part of the video that I posted, at least, was that everybody at this like huge bank, bank, banquet table or whatever, Mm -hmm. eating and drinking really close together are not wearing masks. So it looks like it might not even be from this year, except for the staff who are standing behind them wearing masks. I mean, but even even in regular times, I don't want to sit that close to you eating. Me either. No. I need space to breathe. (laughs) Oh, they're all getting each other hand jobs. You know that. Not even joking. We're here with TV. All right, go ahead, Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) The old Zoom delay joke. Uh, We're here with Andrew Law, TV writer and friend of the pod, I guess. Yeah, hey, Andrew. Creator of L.A. Law. (laughs) Did you guys know that? Creator of L.A. Law. Wow. Hi, Andrew. Thanks so much for being here, Andrew. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Now, were you the only gay writer on The Good Place? Oh, right out the bat, Elliot. Right out the bat. I was, I, I had to think about it for a second. I am. Yeah. uh, Well, fuck. I I don't know if I should. I was okay. Then don't. Well, Joe, Mandy's by curious. Are you? Do you don't want to share that? Um, look, I shouldn't say anything. Are you the only writer on the good place? No, I I didn't want to. Um, and feel free to cut around this or whatever. But I didn't want. I, I, I'm not the only queer writer on the good place. With that said, I know the headline in Huffington Post on Friday morning is going to be <laughs> The Good Place has no pansexual writers yep. and yep. cancel The Good Place. Well, even though it, it is now. We should we should maybe now. like tell listeners, Elliot, or not Elliot, Andrew writes on The Good Place right. in addition to a number of great shows in the past. And you're a very funny, funny writer, performer, you perform at UCB, like... You got it going oh, on. So welcome, welcome, nice. Andrew. And yes. If I, I, may, I um, oh no, please go. You also did the best Halloween costume I have ever seen in my life, cumulatively. I've never seen a better Halloween costume than you and your, I guess, writing partner, friend, best friend, Allison uh-huh. Rich. Yeah. You guys did um, Mary Kay Letourneau and Vili Falau years ago. <laughs> yes. Now, so now, good. thank you so much for bringing that up, Elliot. Um, and thank you for, I, I especially want to thank you for getting me canceled within the first um, 30 seconds of the show. <laughs> um, I, I will say that, so we, we, I, it, like, I, we did do this um, costume and it was fun at the time, but we did um, subsequently Oh, um, take take down those photos because oh a first of all they got a divorce which was very sad right right and it was kind right. of like oh like this kind of like this was very a teacher vibes but then it like kind of like worked out for them somehow it was like oh it was right, right. Uh, like initial meeting maybe not the best but they right, did end right. up having three <laughs> not kids ideal not ideal not the best not the most meet cute but then so they ended up building a life together and you're kind of right. like wow maybe there was something here. But then they got a divorce shortly after, and then she died. She died, died. yeah. So, so then we were like, "This feels really icky." Yeah, but absolutely. But in retrospect, at the time, it was tongue in cheek, and it was a very funny way for you and Allison to sort of bring out your character actors, and it worked. Oh yes. (laughs) And you drew on a. I don't know if you drew you drew it on a little. No, I did not. I didn't. Hey, there was no mustache. I. Yeah. That was that. That is as thick as my mustache can possibly. Oh, good. good. For you. <laughs> I bet the guy who was the guy who was the boyfriend. I Vin, forget Vin, his name. Vinny Falau. Elliot, of course. Yeah, he would totally be down because he was a DJ. DJs are always up for a <laughs> good time. Right. Wait, oh, but I don't think he was a DJ at the he, time. I think no, he, he was. was. <laughs> not in middle school, a DJ. no. <laughs> he oh, he became a DJ later yes. on. Yes, later on. Not in By middle way, school, he was not a DJ. Have you watched A Teacher? I have not watched a teacher. Is it good? And about her? Have you guys watched a teacher? No. no it's I not. have no interest um, in anything with Amara. So it's uh, a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's Kate Mara as a high school teacher who has an affair with her student. Um, oh, okay. Who is the? And of course, she looks, she looks younger than she's playing, and he looks much older. She than looks playing. younger than the student. Mm, yeah, yeah, the student. I will say that it was 
not good um, in that it was very like, it was exactly, it was too, it was just too like ro like sexy and ro they made it sexy until it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. if they were even trying to make the point that it's like, we gotcha, it's not sexy, you know, that people's yeah. lives get hurt, you know, I think they waited there way too long. There are consequences to yes, the they, wait, they waited way too long to stop <laughs> making it look like a like a soft core uh, romance because that's what yeah. it looked like. Mm -hmm. So is it good? It's it's okay. It's it's. I love, I, I love how Elliot started the, your questionings with outing someone from the good place, a canceled couple that you had to take down pictures like of, and now a show you haven't seen. <laughs> now a show you haven't seen. So let yeah, me. I, I, I'm, I'm already so off message. I've accidentally outed somebody and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and already a problem, problematic uh, Halloween costume in the first two minutes. And and weirdly, um, I was about to come to Mary Kay Letourneau's defense for a second. I was like, I shouldn't go on record saying that. And, and <laughs> I edited it. I nixed it. You're fine. And here but you Andrew, go. I do want to ask you. So like before we Sorry. Before we started the podcast, yes, we right. talked about, because I am in drag right now, and we were talking about how you love makeup and you fall asleep <laughs> To makeup tutorials, oh, yeah. I, and I wanted to know more about because do you even do you do makeup? I don't, but um, I really think I would be good at it. And I know that that sounds insane <gasps> to say because I've never done it. But um, mm -hmm. you know, like when you watch like uh, uh, something on YouTube where you can like fix your dryer, I did that once where yeah. I just like watched a guy fix his dryer and then I fixed my dryer. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I could oh. totally do this thing that takes years to learn. I did that with Greek yogurt. Really? You made your you own? Made, you made yeah. yogurt? Well, you yes. So I bought an Instapot and I made I made yogurt in my Instant Pot. And then I saw someone on YouTube turn that yogurt into Greek yogurt. And then I did that. Hmm. Oh, wow. I yeah. see here. Yeah. That's the story, guys. You that's the story. are maybe one of like three people who have ever used the yogurt function on their Instant Pot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I've, I've actually used it more than anything else. Really? I love yogurt. I love yogurt. I, yeah. So I have like, I, I, I certainly have a confidence issue, you guys. But mm -hmm. for some reason, if I can watch it be done on YouTube, I think I can do it, no matter what it is. And I will say yeah. that there is something, I do think, I was telling a friend this, I think that makeup tutorials are the equivalent of Bob Ross. Oh, interesting take. Um, but I, so I just watch the, like when I'm going to sleep and I need to unwind, I just like watch somebody beat their face. And yeah. <laughs> in 10 minutes, they go from completely barefaced to looking completely different. And I, yeah. I, the part yeah. of it is I know I could, I, I, I say that I think I could do it well, but I know that I can. Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, and yeah, you probably can. It, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that yeah. you watch that stuff to go to bed though, because I feel like I watch things that I am okay listening to, but don't have to look at. And I skew mm. on the dark end of things. Case in point, I've recently gotten, gotten into a show called Disasters at Sea, which is all about shipwrecks and explanations for why, but I don't have to watch it. I can just listen and I kind of drift, I drift off to sleep that way. That's been my- mm, That's what you fall session. asleep to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is, it is. But like, do, do you, like, does it just put you in the right frame of, of mind? Well, that's the thing you is you don't actually have to watch it. Oh. If you, and yeah. what I mean by that is if you take your eyes off of it for a minute and then you come back, <laughs> things will have happened, but not that much. Right. Like, they'll just have a little mm -hmm. bit more blush on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's all you yeah. And hey, I also, spend we... a lot of time on liner. Yeah, are you, oh, you watching liner. Are you watching men, men like drag queens? Or are you watching girls or a mix of both? It, or? It, a mix of both. Like, um, I- Who are your faves? Break it down. Wow. Um, well, there, I go to different people for different things. For sure. example, okay. I yeah. think that, um, I think, Nikki Tutorials is kind of like the OG, for oh, example. Yes, yes. But she really does like makeup. Like most well, of her and she's gotten to a place is... that's a little too. She's not real for me anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. she's just not. Mm -hmm. She's too big. I like Jackie Ina. Okay. Jackie yes, Ina. Um, and especially because, like, the the way I got turned on to her was obviously her calling out brands about lack of shade range. And sure. <laughs> keep in mind, I've never done makeup, but like I, I, I like do really like like the politics of it too. And, yeah. and she, and so like, she's, she does like amazing eye makeup. I watch her, um, who have I, oh, I've been recently watching this. Um, I don't even know if this counts, but like this um, person called Brandy TV. Have you guys watched her? Oh yeah, yeah, yes so I she have. She gets yeah. unbelievably high. Like she will yeah. take like 
eight times the amount of edibles that mm -hmm. you should um, take. Ooh, and yikes. then she will attempt a very hard tutorial. It's basically like nailed it, but for makeup. It's, and oh, wow. it's really good. She, and so like the first one I think she did was, <laughs> um, oh, it was um, Pennywise from It. Oh, and, wow. And she's yeah. just like, she's just high out of her mind, slathering like white mm -hmm. face paint all over her body. And, yeah. <laughs> and really trying to do like intricate like face makeup. Yeah. And, she, and she obviously she can't yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, one, one thing that really gets me, I think YouTube more than any other social media or platform period is so brilliant with their algorithm. And oh, yeah. they are like, you, you watch one video now Mm -hmm. And you watch, I watch videos all the time. They're dumb. And I'm like, yeah, fuck this shit. I watch one video I like, and they somehow know I liked it maybe because I finished it, but, and then my whole, my whole feed, my front page changes overnight. And I, mm -hmm. I've like, YouTube has really become like my go-to uh, like time killer now. It's just great. So oh, is yeah. your page just all like Nazi information? <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot about Nazis. Murder. I was going to say about air disasters, <laughs> disasters yeah. at sea. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine walking into Brent's apartment, turning on Apple TV's YouTube, and it's just like Hitler, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. There was there was one to, for a, a brief period of time, like there like the top eight, uh, top eight of my favorites on YouTube because I do curate my list was all about the bubonic plague in 9-11. And like, it was just like the eight, <laughs> I was like, what am I doing with my life? You, I, I mean, this reminds me of like the Instagram explore page too which I think is like deeply homophobic because every Absolutely. time I open it, it's like, I don't follow any of Incredibly. these people, but right. like here they are for yes. like, like hawking, like, I guess like gym shark gear at me. I don't, I, and, and it's just always just, I, I'm just like, I didn't ask for any of this, but somehow it knows. Yeah. 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 It knows. Yeah. It's always like, I don't like, I don't care about fitness videos. Like I'm not going to watch some <laughs> of these fitness videos, which by the way are just, it's just softcore porn. And I'm not oh, interested yeah. in either of those things, but why is Instagram telling me that, like, you know, <laughs> derailing me from, you know, <laughs> I dog get a lot of parenting and, like, videos. lesbian memes. <laughs> like, randomly on my Dis Explore page, I get a lot of parenting videos. Oh, what? wow. Which is very strange, because, like, no one in my life, That's weird. except for, like, one is a parent. My, well, maybe um, maybe yeah, knows you strange. read a lot. <laughs> Probably. Probably. My friend uh, Probably. is, uh, he's... Uh, you, do you guys know Justin Shane's, the comedy yeah. writer, um, straight guy, and his he showed me a. You lost me. You lost me. <laughs> I know. I don't know I why I'm, we're friends, but um, he <laughs> he showed me his explore page recently. It was the mo most grotesque thing I had ever seen. It was really? like all these like like faceless figures and like what looked to be like those like <laughs> you know those like tardigrades, <laughs> like those like mm -hmm. microscopic bears. With like, and then like with like these like with like with like strange like conical faces or whatever. It was just all like creatures and monsters. And he Weird. and and he sent it to me being like, "What's wrong?" Like it was like, yeah, "Why is this happening to me?" Like, "Why is this my explore page?" And I was like, "Do you look at a lot of this stuff?" And he's like, "I guess I follow a lot of art accounts." But it was like the most mm. like grotesque Tim Burtony like, and I never That's seen so anyone's explore page like that. That is weird, yeah. right? I mean, because I just expect it's all like for for anyone gay. I'm just like it's all nude yes. people. It's all naked guys. Yeah. Like that's what I assume. Yeah, it just is, which is why mine's so weird. And I, I feel also, like oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say, and I feel like a lot of um, uh, like some of my female friends will show me their explore page, and it'll look like almost like they're being sold Glossier uh, constantly mm -hmm. or whatever. It's like mm -hmm. just like a lot of like lotions and potions. Great skin cream. Yeah. This was this Great was another one that it just, just I don't use Instagram much, but um, you know, obviously I log in all the time like most people. And just the other day for me, it's almost only ads now. It's only ads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it shows you two posts and then it's all ads at this point and i'm just why does anyone log into this shit myself included and i'm logging in i'm like why do i log into this trash it's just it's yeah. such a waste Andrew, do you use tiktok at all i don't but i use it I've, I've like looked at stuff like on my browser when someone sends it to me but i don't have tiktok on your browser <laughs> that's how you're over 30 on yeah your oh absolutely you yeah. know also i have yeah. to say like uh, um for I mean, hey, we're on a podcast, so people can't uh, see me. But I, um, I just want to say I am Chinese. Um, just look it up. I am. <laughs> Which Chinese. we support. We no, support. Yeah, I'm about to, we support I, about, that. <laughs> I mean, well, you shouldn't. 
because <laughs> uh, what I'm about to say, no, I, I, I'm, I'm just prefacing this because I actually was really like, I, I, like when people were saying like, is TikTok secure? Like, can you actually sign mm -hmm. up for it or whatever? I was like, part, part of me, like, I don't know whether or not it's justified or not, but there was like a few articles out at the time that was like, no, the Chinese government absolutely will get into your phone if you sign up for TikTok. And that was my I'm original reason that. for not doing it. Was I was mm -hmm. like, well, I don't want that. Really? I mean, I've, I've always been, this is like the thing that it's like me and the environment too. Like I care about the environment. I do, I do my part, I recycle and stuff, but like I'm a liberal person and I really can only take on so many issues and like, like cybersecurity <laughs> and the environment are two of the ones that I just like, I can't spend that much time like, on. No so thanks. it's like, if China wants in, no if China wants in, fine. You guys can talk about the Green New Deal. I'm going to be over here talking about like trans stuff. Like uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. You guys trans stuff. Trans <laughs> stuff. All right. Well, that's, that's good. No, you, we've got that covered. Yeah. I am like, well, no, it's true. I mean, I feel like I have to pick and no, choose because like, I, I, I get exhausted sometimes like wanting to fight for everything. You know what I mean? I know, I know, I know exactly but, what you But mean, I am yes. the, I am, I'm the opposite of you. Not, not in that I'm not fighting for trans stuff. But in that I am absolutely like completely fixated on security, personal and otherwise. Like, I have, I have what about two it? security systems. I have Whoa. When, I to, when I went to China, I brought a burner what do you have? and a burner computer. Uh, what? Yeah. A burner computer. Oh, a burner computer. That's how you can tell you you write when, on a network when, show. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I, and yeah. and not only that, but um, Allison Rich, which uh, who Elliot mentioned earlier, for Christmas one year, I still have it. She got me a taser. And, Whoa. and, when, and when the lockdown first happened, I made sure it was charged. Honey. Wow. It's like <laughs> if I need to go to the grocery store and people are fighting over milk, which I do not uh, like anyway, I will be tasing somebody <laughs> for that milk. Wait, that is what is incredible. it about security that like I mean you have two security systems in your I, house like well, what is I, it about I mean, security? I am exaggerating a little bit. I have one security system and then I have a separate like camera system. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. But it's still goes I have off, a lock. Like, I have one lock. If you, if you lived in in New York, would you? And I'm asking all of you guys. In an ideal scenario, if you were like as rich as possible, would you want or not want to have a dorm man? Oh, oh, a thousand percent doorman. Yes. I, thousand percent I doorman. spent, yeah. see, this is, you know, this is what I've said all the time. I don't understand how people feel safe in houses. To me, a house is mm. just a, 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 a space to hide people that want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, yeah. an apartment, I mean, the safest I've felt in my life was in New York because mm. if you're not on the first first floor, all you have to do, if you have that weird feeling where you're like, someone's in my apartment or I just heard a weird noise, you look at yeah. your front door and if it hasn't been kicked in, you're good. That's it. When when we moved into this apartment, literally they showed us an apartment on the second floor and there was a tree outside that the killer could come <laughs> right, into. Right. And we were like, no, no, we're taking the apartment yeah, on the fifth, fifth floor. floor. I'm not doing fifth it. And up. if I lived in New York and had endless money, I would have a bodyguard, not because I care about security, just because I care about clout. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, if I lived on, if I lived fifth floor or higher, though, I would need to have some sort of escape plan from that floor. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would need to learn how to base yeah. or have some sort yeah. of like, like I do think I need that like, um, like, uh, like the villain in movies where you jump out the window from like a skyscraper mm -hmm. because there's a fire or something. I don't know. When, I, yeah, I, the... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly what movie I'm even trying to cite here, but I, I, I absolutely do need that. And, and I have to yeah. say, I, I felt, I feel way less secure in LA generally than I do in New York. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you yeah. used your taser or practiced with it? I did practice again when the lockdown started. I was like, this is a great <laughs> what time for on me what? to on become who? familiar with my taser. Um, I didn't, How did you practice well, it? Well, I just, I had never actually fired it. And yeah. I fired <laughs> it in my laundry yeah. room. It's like, I mean, it's not really a firing. It's like one of those ones with like a pincer at the end and it goes, Right. Oh it's like, like, yeah. Uh, so it, like it, the, the confetti doesn't come out. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Right. No. But it's like, and, and it, but it is really loud, and which I was mm. not expecting. Did and you do then, it on an, on an object? No. Like an orange or something? <laughs> Maybe I should have. Like an avocado. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there's that documentary, The Case of Jean Benet, and they, because they thought that Jean Benet was like tased in her sleep. So mm. they brought in this like big, 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 like fat white dude, dude, like cop guy, and they tased him. 
Yeah. They tased him yeah, twice, did. actually. Actually, uh, uh, believe it or not, Elliot actually pays a man to tase him a couple times a week. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but he's into you know, it. Look, I was he's also going to ask, because obviously this is coming out on the 24th, I believe, that we're going to release this on the 24th. Andrew, what are you doing for, for Christmas? If that oh, is God. something you, that you believe in and support, what are you I doing? I do. I actually got a tree. And, nice. Uh, and uh, did you tase the because, tree? Because like, no one, no one is going home for Christmas. It seems this year. I'm certainly not. Well, I, I, I did come home, but yes, I, yeah. Oh right. shit! Wait, where's yeah. home for you? <laughs> Michigan. I, I, but I, I quarantined for five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got Everyone tested. And, uh-huh. and... <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. Actually... <laughs> no, Wait, we're I, staying here too. You're we're from New LA. Jersey, right, or something? No. Oh yeah, I'm from. Well, I'm from Massachusetts. I grew up in Massachusetts, oh, okay. but I, I kind of grew up all over mm-hmm. the place, and then. My parents now live in Texas. Oh. Um, Ooh, which, whoa, and, what happened? How'd that well, happen? Well, they met in Texas and then they um, went, they they moved to Massachusetts when I was in like elementary school, mm. stayed there through high school. And then- Your parents are adorable on Instagram. Oh, Twitter. I forget where oh I've seen God. them, but yes, they're adorable. My dad is like one of the most inadvertently funny people, I think, on the mm. planet. Uh, you, got, you did a post, I don't know where I saw it, but of a face mask, like- you guys, you guys are all three of you were doing a face oh, mask yeah, moment, yeah. and it it like warmed my heart. I remember that a couple years ago, or a year ago, or whenever it happened. <laughs> they we were doing a face mask all together. Yeah, they. I mean, like uh, many Asian people, were very into skincare, which which you know mm-hmm. it's it's important. And if which you, you want to talk about I that, have... I also watch skincare videos. That's a huge rabbit me hole. Me too. Me. Wait, so are you into the glam? Uh, uh, Soko glam? What? No, I was Soko into glam? her for a little bit. Charlotte yeah, Joe, okay. I think. But yeah, yeah, then, she sent me a big box of stuff. Oh, it was he's so good. I, I, listen, I, I watch this woman, Gakamista, a lot. Oh. Her name is Renee. She lives in New York. And I can't tell okay. if she's 15 or 52. <laughs> <laughs> Looks amazing, no matter what I age love, she is. I love when a woman is named Renee. Oh, I oh, oh don't you? Don't, no more I women. love a woman named <laughs> Renee. It's always been his stance. It's one of his most important political stances. Yeah. <laughs> also, she's, she's 52. If her name is Renee, she's 52. She's she 52. 52. <laughs> she probably, but she looks absolutely amazing, obviously. And she... And she did convince me to buy an LED mask this year. So I do have like one of those. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Do you I love know. it? Do you love it? I, I can't tell if it's working yet. I've only used it like three times. Does it help with wrinkles? What does that do? What does it do? Um, what does it it's do? supposed to help with like wrinkles and like aging. Mm. But I, I mean, again, again, I've only used it three times. I will say that. Does it sit? Does, how does it sit on your face? There's a strap like, like in a... the back and then there's a strap on top. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like a... Um, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like it's it the the front of it is this sort of like silicone-y, um, mm. like uh, like the guy from Halloween mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> silicone version of that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah silicone right. version of that. And then there's like straps in the back that keep it on. <laughs> I'm giving up on like I like literally I'm at the point now where I've given up on skincare routine and I have an appointment on Wednesday to get Juvederm under my eyes. Like that is where oh, yeah. I am at. It's happening. Yes. Finally I happening. Heard. Yeah. Oh yeah. I made the appointment. It's hey, happening. What is Juvederm again? It's a filler. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. How much? I how much is that? that? Sorry, Andrew. Six hundred and fifty dollars a syringe. Wow. How many I've, syringes? Yeah. Well, I only need. Less than okay. one. Sorry, and, Andrew, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, I've never had injectables, but I was going to ask, are you nervous to go in since it's like... Not at all. It's been my lifelong dream ever since I was a little boy. Yeah. I I have wanted plastic surgery my entire Apparently. life. I want I want the full works. I want everything. It was, it I, want, was, I want it all. It was your dream to, to get... Like, as a young boy, you dreamt of Juvederm under the well, eye. I wanted to get a facelift. In, oh, okay. I wanted to get yes, yeah, not in the middle of a pandemic. No, I didn't. I didn't anticipate that. Well, yeah, you, you said, Alan. You said one of your first, you like one of your first like life ambitions when you were like eight or nine years old was to meet someone in a in a motel and have them inject you with rubber cement. Right? They would they would inject your butt. That was your that was one of your first dreams. I mean, so I'm actually yep. really excited for you to be following through on the on Juvederm. That's great. Living proof. But is the only you're only getting the Juvederm, or are you? I'm starting only with the Got Juvederm in, yeah. in the under eye area, yeah. just to fill that out a little bit, and then and Botox too. I'll be getting Botox. I, I have that. started. I actually like crow's feet. I like. I th- I think they're becoming on a man, i.e., Chief Justice mm-hmm. John John Roberts. But I'm becoming very insecure about my eye bags, which I think at this point are as big as titties, if you ask me. <laughs> Juvederm. Uh, they're Juvederm. actually they're not very noticeable in this light, but in normal. <laughs> Uh, normally, I'm like Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm, 
they're getting they're getting there they're getting there i know you you, you're handsome don't worry oh well you're very kind but uh you're just a friend you're just saying that andrew would you ever get work done would you you ever you know i i I, of course i would get work done but i (laughs) (laughs) you look very youthful you look very young oh my gosh thank you so much um more please it's that Um, uv like i i honestly i i have I, you know, it's interesting. I'm 34. A lot of my group chats are popping off about Botox and Juvederm. Sure. And yeah. uh, and I haven't gotten any yet, but of course I think I will. And I just don't, I, I will say that like, I'm trying to think of like, I, I like weirdly, I think I, I don't want to screw with the under, my under eye area for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know why. Mm. Maybe it's because it's my eyes or, yeah. or something. Yeah. But I think that like, Botox now that they they can do it and like certain people I feel like I can clock everything and some of my friends have mm-hmm. had Botox and I have not clocked it and I'm like okay yeah oh, oh my god. god yeah I mean like 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 if you look at like Hillary or like Alex Trebek like a lot of people that like have aged very gracefully and you don't think mm-hmm. about it and you're like oh wait yeah you've of course you've had work done you're a really yeah. you're a famous very wealthy person and you look appropriate for your age but still good for your age which you know I, who think I think is has the had way great to work do it. done. President-elect Joe Biden. I love the way oh, his face looks some right of the now. Best. It is some of the back. Best. It is. Yeah. You know, is there fresh. is a great. The next thing you're gonna fall asleep to is this YouTuber named Lori Hill, and she does these videos where she's like, "I do videos to pull back the secret on cosmetic surgery. There is no shame." And then she did a whole video on Joe Biden's plastic huh. surgery. You have to watch I, it. I had not I will, noticed. I will DM that to you. I, it's, I, oh, it's I, I watch a lot of those too. There's this other, um, uh, there's this other channel which I think <laughs> might be problematic called, I think it's called Quoves, Quoves. It's Q-O-V-E-S. Mm. And it just talks about like visual aesthetics and facial aesthetics. Mm. And a lot of like what they talk about is like, what (laughs) not just speculation on what type of work people have had done but what type of work people Mm -hmm. should have done oh Oh, yeah Yeah, it's dangerous very dangerous (laughs) but joe biden has had quite a bit of work done if you look at his if you look at his neck from like 2012 and now never he had he had like what you should watch the Lori hill video it's like a half facelift you hadn't noticed his facelift I guess I, I mean maybe I'm a buffoon. Um, His eye bags from the mm-hmm. first Obama Im- administration to now yeah. are they're in the Smithsonian. <laughs> they're in the Smithsonian. Those titties yeah. are gone. <laughs> Those titties are gone. Yeah. I mean John Kerry though. Talk about John a politician Kerry, had yes. bad oh. work done. What the fuck wow. happened with John? He, he looked, That's he a looks different like Janet Reno. That's a Meg Ryan. That's a Meg Ryan fan. Like he's just fundamentally altered what he looks like now. Yeah, it's very odd. I have never noticed it, but I guess I need to look at more oh, John well, Kerry before that, and afters. He, he has that thing where it's like he has he's had too much work done from the same person where his face looks like it's a, a mask on a face. Like it's like a mask on his mm-hmm. face. Now, here's the thing, and I totally agree with you. I do think that like plastic surgery is obviously a science because you need to have a medical degree to do it. But I also think it's like very artful. Like I think that like like dermatologists and and plastic surgeons, like it actually matters very much who you go to, right? Absolutely. And guess what I just learned this week? My dermatologist does Martha Stewart. Whoa! Talk about someone who looks fucking amazing. Amazing. I, I I I literally DM'd him the second I saw and was like, please, I just need that. I need whatever you did for I her. I need that. DM with him. I love that yeah, you DM'd your dermatologist. Yeah, he follows me on Instagram. We follow each other. <laughs> oh, he, he, wow. Like, and, and, and I asked him, I, he, he was like, I will find out what what type of like um, actives and serums she uses so that I can, and so I'm just going <laughs> right. to tailor my skincare routine to be hers. <laughs> you know, Martha Stewart paid my rent once in New York. When she went to prison, I bought stock in Martha Stewart Omni Media, whatever it was called, and I, I was like, I believe in Martha. I stand oh, wow. by Martha. And then when she got out, that stock went through the roof. Everyone was after Martha. Four months and later, I yeah. sold, and I got some money, and I paid for rent. Two months. Wow, that's yeah. actually really ex- good for you. That's like yeah. the most Thank redeeming you, story you've ever told. That's really great. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm getting Juvederm on Wednesday, and that's uh, the most redeeming no. story I've ever told. I once went to my dermatologist in New York years ago, and Tina Fey was in the office, and I was like, she looks great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to that. That's another one. That's another one who's wow. just aging wow. so gracefully. 
Um, yeah. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for doing the podcast. I, Andrew, I feel I have to admit I feel bad. We because, never got like, to Christmas. I mean, this but... is this is actually a really good uh, this is a really good example of how great you are. But like, we didn't talk about the Good Place. Really, <laughs> we didn't talk about like any of your other credits. We just chatted, mm-hmm. which is was Wait, so much fun. Really? Like thank we're you. done? I was like, this is yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that that's so nice. Yeah. I was no, I truly. I, what do people normally talk about when they get on here? Like their career? Um, AIDS. Yeah. Oh, a lot of HIV talk. Yeah. yeah. Wait, this really? Is, this is actually <laughs> no. yeah, this is an STD <laughs> podcast, and um, this was our break. This is our holiday break episode from STD. So congrats. <laughs> I have to say, and are we done? Because I want to. Okay. Because I want to. Oh wait, we should say goodbye yeah, then, right. and then we'll talk <laughs> about whatever. Yeah. Andrew, thank you so much for doing. Where can people follow you on the interwebs? Um, I'm no longer on Twitter um, because good for you. Just, I, I know it's, it's it, just. It, although I, I check it periodically for like um, electiony stuff, but um, yeah. now that that's over, yeah. thank God. Um, you can only find me on Instagram um, at that Andrew Law. There you it's go. Fine, and a lot of that content is is. Um, <laughs> Uh, dog based. It's um, earnest. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what I wanted my to dad. tell you. I love your your, your dog too. I've seen pictures. <laughs> my, to- my dog is um, absolutely gorgeous. A star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, <laughs> really, like, her name is Brenda, and she's like a beautiful woman. She mm-hmm. yeah. she is a. I, I've decided um, that if she were a person, she'd be a gorgeous teenage girl with a lisp, like <laughs> a, like a, like absolutely stunning, but uh, some sort of speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with a throwback name, like a like a a valley girl throwback name. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank Thanks, you so Andrew. much, Andrew. so much, Andrew. Of course, we really appreciate it. And another thing, so this show is coming out on Christmas Eve, as we That's know. Right. Uh, and uh, with that all being said, I thought it'd be a fun little conversation to talk about what you would want for Christmas, theoretically. Uh, And, you know, either in a normal time or a time where you celebrate Christmas. Um, And what would your New Year's resolution be if you had one or several? This was was another priceless one where our, our, once again, our our lists are quite divergent. Why don't you start? Uh, uh, yes, I will start. I need a new iPhone. I want to get an iPhone SE. I'm a simple man, guys. Well, you finally need... want to update. I do. I, I actually was going to buy an iPhone, my new, because, you know, I iPhones, they have the SE, which is a, the cheap iPhone, which yeah. I'm all about small and cheap when it comes to something I drop a lot. So uh, I was going to buy it earlier in the year, but I'm like, why do I need a fan, like a nice new phone right now? You know? So, mm-hmm. but I do have my phone starting to become a piece of shit. So I need a new iPhone. I would like an Ottoman for my couch, <laughs> but West Elm is not making that easy. Oh, wow. Um, and, <laughs> and that's about it guys. And also I would love for some people to send me lottery tickets. I love lottery tickets. It's like I didn't my- know that about you. I love giving, cause I struggle with like what to, get people and i hate giving people gift certificates i don't know why it just mm. seems so dumb to me mm. and i love giving lotto tickets because it's just a fun thing to give to people it's, it's just so especially the scratch offs they're so fun oh it's it's all about scratch offs and like i never buy them myself because it's like that's so wasteful but oh when God, I, I get them the time, i'm like the exhilarated and i <laughs> i really like I really relish it and I like do one I've never won more than like five dollars in my life but I'll do like just one square at a time and then I kind of take a little break I I might walk away I come back and then I do another square it's just it's fun they're great not to brag but one time at the 7-eleven at Vermont and Franklin I won five hundred dollars and it was like whoa I, I won it was like I won a million that's it a was lot just, of money. God, it I was a yeah. Tears. I literally, yeah. I got so excited, and there I was standing there with a big gulp of iced tea and beef jerky, <laughs> and yeah. and I won five hundred dollars. And I looked at this, and I was like, "We're not eating this tonight." That's great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What did you? What did you? Wait, what did you do with it? What did you do with the money? I, I, I probably spent it on stupid shit. Like I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. You probably you know? You know, only fans or something. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. But, uh, Alan, what do you want for what do you want for? Hanukkah? Oh, I want all cosmetic surgery. I want I want um <laughs> I want Phil like I'm like we talked about with with our fantastic guest Andrew was just great. Yeah, today. he's so great. Um, but I yeah I want to get uh, fillers and Botox. Okay. I want okay. my face to not be as expressive but my mouth to do all of the expressing yeah. you know yeah um and so i want all of that and of course i want like the vaccine 
Yes. Sure. But like, that one's, I don't know. That one's free. But I don't think I don't really know if. Gift. I, I, the weird thing is, I don't, I, I don't think I just bought myself an elliptical. Oh which, yeah, yeah. Which is oh, like you did? a good. I did, yeah, because I, I don't know when. I don't like gyms and to begin with, and I don't really like hiking yeah. or doing things outdoors. And so I mm. wanted to get something for the home that I could watch my Gail King in the mornings with, <laughs> and and be on the elliptical. And so now every morning I get up, I check my email and stuff. I get on my elliptical and I watch my Gail King so, and her yellow, and it's this wonderful. Is, this is this is what I love about Alan. What I love about Alan is so he's so modest. He's always like, oh, you know, money's tight. Money's tight. And then we come to find out he's filling his face with filler and he yeah. just bought an elliptical so he can watch yeah. TV while he works out. Yeah. Listen, like Lisa you, take, you take a yeah. gig, you get a lot of money from a gig, you spend it on the things you need, you move on. You're broke That's again. It. You know what I mean? That's hey, what do you have a New Year's resolution? My Well, my New Year's resolution almost always is to encounter Diane Keaton and just <laughs> shake her pinky. Uh I feel like she would do that. I feel like she would, because she wouldn't want to touch you, so she would allow me to shake the pinky. I, I think true. that's. A, I don't think she would. But uh, Elliot, what do you what do you want for Hanukkah? Again, this is all theoretical, so I don't really like care that much about actually getting them. Because my mom today was like, "Do you want anything for Hanukkah?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> and it's yeah. over. Hanukkah's over. Yeah, Hanukkah. Why yeah. does she wait? Yeah. I don't know. But um. I would love an ergonomic cruiser <laughs> because I can't. Wait, I, what is that? What's an ergonomic it's cruiser? It's like a bike, but on the ground where you're sitting upright because like okay. I can't, my back is so fucked up from CrossFit that I can't like sit on a bike normal people mm. style. So I want oh. the kind that holds your lower back and you're on the wait, ground pedaling. Wait, yeah, I, 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 I can pick that. Wait, CrossFit ruined your back? It ruined yeah. my lower back, yeah. Yeah, CrossFit wow. fucked me up too. It ruined my lower back as well. Because you like That's... you you like pulled well, so I did a, many muscles. I did a deadlift that uh, herniated Ooh, yeah. disc and yes. then gave me stenosis <laughs> and, oh and nerve God. damage. Yeah, Elliot, yeah. I'm getting lightheaded over here. Yeah, Jesus. very similar. Very similar. I remember doing a deadlift and my wow. back being fucked up ever since then. Yeah, Ooh. I had to do, undergo a lot of help. Uh, yeah, therapy. Um, I would love a professional mount, uh, matchmaker. <laughs> so you want, really? He wants to pay someone to find him a foot long. That's what he's saying. <laughs> wow. That's what he's saying. You, know, you could just sign up for Grinder Extra. <laughs> I don't want. It. Yeah, no, right. I don't want Grinder Extra. Yeah. I want. I want a old Jewish. I don't know. I, I want like. Can I be your matchmaker? No. Uh, yeah, pay me. <laughs> pay me to be your matchmaker, and I promise you, I'll get you. You're like not two Jewish. A week. You can't have it. I'm the matchmaker. I'll do it. I'll do it. 50, Fifty Jewish. bucks a week. Fifty I don't bucks. Need you. So this was interesting. I, would... I read. I read. Oh, sorry. Go. Wait. Oh. I actually want to talk about this for a second because I read you. You wrote that. What, Alan? What is this? Is I, maybe this is just kind of like the the Midwest modesty in me, but the thought of a matchmaker to me is so. It's wild. Foreign and wild, but I yeah. also don't think it's crazy if someone wanted to like Well, in Jewish culture it's If it not works, crazy it works, all. right? Yeah, in many cultures yeah. it's not. I've crazy seen at Fiddler all. on the Roof. We, we You know, it. it's your we favorite movie. We it know. It's my favorite movie. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's yeah. like a element of um I don't know, no one ever like sets me up. You guys never got set up on dates by anybody, right? No one really ever set you up. Well, cuz um yes, no, I did. I I got set up on a few dates before and they never really worked out well. You, I mean, you guys famously know that well, my mom's my mom's friend Patty set me up on a date once, and um, my mom I asked her a picture of the guy just to see what just to see who I was meeting, and when my mom like broke Patty's trust and showed me a picture of the guy, I said, "Oh wow, okay, he's not really my my usual type." And my mom replied with, "You're a <laughs> you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. You want to be alone? Be alone. See what I care." It's my, it's my, it is my favorite Sandy quote. She, I love fine. Sandy you want to be alone? So be much. alone. You're a fucking asshole. You got to well, say so, it like Sandy. Is... Fine, you want to be alone? Be alone. <laughs> be alone. <laughs> See what I can. You're a stupid asshole. Well, this See is what the thing I with getting with with getting set up. It's like you you you're you're like oh, I mean, in your head, in theory, like in a vacuum, you're like oh, it sounds fun. I, I like going on dates. I like meeting people. Mm -hmm. But then, like every time it happens, your friend's like oh. I have the perfect guy for you. And then they show you a See, picture and it's like Gerard Depardieu. But the thing is, the <laughs> thing is, like what you're looking for. The thing is like good friends don't set good friends up. It's always friends that are like sort of friends at a distance because those are the friends that don't true. know you. So they think <laughs> true. all of these things. Whereas That's like so I would true. never in the world, in, in the world set either of you up because we all go through the same anxieties over dating. Yep. 
And True. so it's I like, also, I know I, if it wouldn't work out. I, I don't want anyone, I don't want anyone you know to ever see my penis. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anything like that to happen. But wait, I've Ellie, never seen your penis. <laughs> uh, Ellie, keep going. Your list, your list goes on. Uh, again, all theoretical, but in my dream, I would love a virtual assistant. <laughs> Somebody. Okay, so we're, we're at like eight grand for his Hanukkah request. Somebody so to far. go wait, through yeah. my Google Docs and just organize them so I don't have to do the dirty work. It's not that I expensive. My friend, Lori, my friend Lori has that. I'll set you up with it. Oh, really? Yeah, she. It's like a whole teleservice thing. Oh, they, it's I like a virtual could, assistant. They had that. She had that in the in the book. Uh, Where'd you go, Bernadette? And then it turned out mm -hmm. it was like a, 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 a scammer. But I need. I could probably go with Lori's choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Ellie, then my, Ellie wants his his personal assistant to have a, a collar though. That's like a job. <laughs> <laughs> and then my resolution is to um, be less thoughtful about Instagram because yes. at this That's point. A good one. Mostly because of you guys, I've accepted that Instagram is at this point softcore porn. It just mm -hmm. is across the board. There's no more, you know. It's like it's not even funny to even like po poke fun anymore at people who are pretending that they're activists, but they're actually. It doesn't. Yeah. Even, it's like it's all kind mm -hmm. of distilled into su one such thing. Such madness. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? Maybe I'll just like post some thirsty pics. <laughs> You know what my resolution is, is to convince you to unfollow 5,000 <laughs> of the people that you follow. <laughs>what, what would your would aunt, aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? You know who doesn't need any work done? Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Ew. Uh... <laughs> My aunt Joanne would say, you know, your cousin Beryl was part of a separatist commune. It was a kibbutz. <laughs> She's <Beryl>. so Jewish. <laughs> I do have a female cousin named uh, Beryl. <laughs> oh, Beryl. How, yes. How about um, Aunt uh, Aunt Anne? My Aunt Anne would say, you know, I've had a little work done, actually. Once I went to the mall at Grey Clips and I got my eyebrows threaded. The most painful <laughs> thing I've ever been through. Most painful. It looks thing. painful. Oh, Never again. Never again. I love well, Annie. Thanks for listening, everybody. And to everybody, have a happy, happy holiday, a wonderful Christmas. Have a we'll happy December yeah. 25. Wait, is that this the is last episode for, for to celebrate? 2020? Is this the last episode for 2020? Yeah, I think it is. Wow. You guys, thank you so much for an amazing year. No, this is no one's listening. No, they are listening. They are listening. the last 20 seconds thank of the you. podcast. They're not thank you. listening. <laughs> Have a good one, you guys.